Welcome to Jaguars Thursday. Former Jaguars Jeff Loggeman and Tony Baselli bring you expert insight and analysis of your Jacksonville Jaguars. We're still in a really good cap situation. You can afford to be aggressive going into this free agency and, and try to finish off what we started. Now to get things started, here's the host of Jaguars Thursday, J.P. Shadrick. Welcome in Jaguars Thursday, J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Jeff Loggeman. We're less than a week away from free agency in the start of the league year. The negotiation window opens Monday. We'll break down all of that, including what's going to happen to Allen Robinson. We'll recap the combine. We'll look at the wait, wait, football wait, wait. Let's, let's recap well. that combine. Yes. You know, because you, you blew us off. What do you I mean? mean? You, you got blown off too, right? Yeah, I was okay with it. Yeah, I was okay yeah, with it you too, but <laughs> I didn't hear much argument from you guys. I you got know, news for I was you. okay with I it. I mean, was it good? It was fine. Yeah, it was good. Fine? Yeah, it was good. It's who'd, you, who'd you have on? Oh, we had all kind of people. On I heard it was the lowest rated show of the year, but without Jeff and I. <laughs> oh, really? The radio show, really? Well, Fred Taylor and Pete Prisco were on the radio show. Well, they're, they're worthy, yeah. Um, and then throughout the week, different national guests joined us on set on Radio Row there. So we had a bunch so of Jaguars.com put them in the can. shows. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we had them. They're all in archived right now. You can check them out, Jaguars.com. Um, well done. Different perspective. Who, from Who was the best interview at the Combine? Uh, of pl- of the guests we had, yeah, of the national media types. Well, of, of whoever it could have been, 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 pretty much all we had uh, it was the well, national media types. Okay, uh, Judy Batista was very good from USA NFL. Today? Yeah, it used to be New York Times. That's what now with NFL media, uh, very good. Um, Shereen Williams. What made her good? Just her insight on on Tom, she's at TC. Uh, she's been around him for years up in New York and mm-hmm. has a big picture a league perspective on things now since she covers the entire league. Uh, Shireen uh, Williams, who was formerly with the Fort Worth um, Star-Telegram, now with Pro Football Talk, was right there with her. Fantastic uh, mm-hmm. insight, especially on the, the Jerry Jones, Goodell stuff because she has covered the Cowboys for years and years and years. So. Right. Uh, those are probably the top two. We right. had, who, who, everybody had some insight on different. So things. all, all essentially all media. Yeah, that's pretty much it. We yeah. didn't have players on and all that stuff because that's you get, a different. Did you get uh, Coughlin, Caldwell, Caldwell, Caldwell on? Caldwell Notice all female day. media is what, what he liked. The who? Well, no, oh. those were the two best guests. Yes, the two best guests, and then uh, Marone and Coughlin, or Marone and Caldwell were the first day. Uh, after their podium hits, they mm-hmm. came over to Jaguars.com live. John Clayton was uh, later in the week. Uh, we had Adam Kaplan on um, yesterday on Jaguars.com live over the phone from uh, Sirius XM. So uh, some good insight, really. So check it out on Jaguars.com. Well, and, good. You know, it's a different setup this year up there, too, because they had 1,300 credentialed media. 1,300. Wow. 20 years, 25 years ago, there's nine riders in the lobby right, of the right, Crown right. Plaza. Yeah, it's unreal. Did uh, my question to you, and I, I, know, I know that you didn't get them on, but the players that, that come through. Yes. So what they're doing is essentially like a, a centralized location interview with the media, correct? So it, there are eight podiums set mm-hmm. up in one room. And they have these round tables off to the side for the, the lesser-known players, right? So there are groups, position groups. So a group of you know 16 linebackers or whatever will work together. So they'll go to the media center, then they'll do the bench press, then they'll do everything inside the next day together. They're always together. Right. So at the same time, linebacker group one is at the podium. Linebacker group two is doing the bench press in front of fans now, by the way. 
front of like 500 fans who mm-hmm. have paid which I have no idea them. why you'd want to go watch that, but that's okay. It, it's yeah. you pay to watch part of the NFL experience press. now, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess, it's, uh, but they I roll get, through. I'll say this: forget about uh, that's great. It's very interesting. The amazing thing that. The most amazing thing you said is there's 1,300 credentialed yeah. members. It's incredible. And they are selling tickets to watch people bench press. The NFL. <laughs> they actually let fans in the stadium now to a, watch the on-field stuff, You too. can be as critical as you want about how they handle certain issues and everything else. But they are a marketing machine. And it is they've built a brand and a following that – and I laugh when you start hearing uh, – you know, every week they would say, well, the ratings are down 1% or 2%. They wouldn't share the fact that overall ratings are down like 10% because people are watching TV different ways. But you, you hear all the different things. You know, this is bad. This is wrong. People are worried about concussions and, you know, yeah, the kneeling and all these different issues. But then reality hits you when you talk about an event like the Combine, which is the underwear Olympics that nobody should care anything about. <laughs> And it is the most covered sporting event that that week, more than any other. There's, by the way, there's professional basketball going on That's right now. That's correct. Yes. There's college basketball tournaments getting ready for the tournament. Indeed. There's hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these professional sports going on right now. And what is talked about more than anything is a bunch of college kids running around in shorts and t-shirts, trying out. For NFL teams, it, will it be is remarkable to, to me to yeah. see that you know because uh, you know it's all those credential media and there's there's vast interest in the combine, you know. So at some point, does it go prime time? You know, does it become a bigger television event than yeah. what it is? I don't know. That's tough because the root of this thing is the medical check and the testing. Yeah, but whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, but here's the, but to the, Jeff's the, point, the, this the, is the, the root. Do. The root of it yeah. is that this is a business. <laughs> it's business. What okay. they will do. So, this is where it started, though. It's very simple. Oh, I know where it started. It's very simple. But, you know, you do the medical because no one's ever going to have cameras in the medical because it's HIPAA and all those things. Mm-hmm. And you do those during the day. Do everything. And you just switch the interviews. That are at night right now but to during interviews the during the days, and you do the events at night. And then it's you can show very, recordings of the interviews from earlier in the day. It's actually a very easy switch, and you could do live, you know, uh, reality TV on the interviews mm-hmm. and clips. Yeah. I mean, as as a player's running, you get a clip of them. I mean, I promise you, they're thinking about finding ways to maximize it. I mean, the power of the NFL is what is the worst football game every year? Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. The well, Pro the Bowl, right. if you, you want to go well, not counting preseason, no, uh, not counting the, pre-season. the Pro Bowl is worse than the Hall of Fame because you're at least excited yeah, so, for the Hall of Fame game because it's the start of football season. Yeah, and they're but, trying, but, but to the make Pro Bowl, at least you know who the guys are in the, the Pro Bowl. You, you know, yeah. Okay, but the Pro Bowl, <laughs> it dwarfs any other All Star game. Mm-hmm. Dwarfs it, it's like doubles. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, JP, mm-hmm. the numbers beat NBA hockey in the beginning. Uh, uh, Baseball playoff series. This year they did, I think. That's correct. Every year they do. Mm -hmm. It's remarkable. For a touch football game. For a game that is awful. It's not even football. But people Well, it's football, but it's... Not really. People cannot get enough. Two-hand touch. People cannot get enough of it. And the Combine, and listening to you talk, I don't care about anything else, really. 
But the fact that there's 1,300 media members there and people are paying to watch a people, I, I, I think I think people would watch it on television. I, do, I, I mean, if you got you got the defensive backs or wide receivers running the 40 yard dash, I think some people watch it on TV now. I would love to know. It'd be very interesting yeah. what the NFL Network rate, ratings are for that. They can't be that high because not very many people have the NFL Network. But it would be interesting. And I, and I, I know, what, you know what it would almost be like, Jeff. Remember growing up as a kid, and JP, you're probably too young for this, but they had the Battle of the Network Stars. And so you'd have like, oh gosh, <laughs> sorry, I just saw somebody and distracted me. Speaking uh, of the combine, but yes. Joe, you remember the battle of the network stars, and you'd have like superstar athletes, and they'd battle each other, and there'd be obstacle courses, and they'd have different events. That's basically what the combine. The battle of the network stars, or are you just talking about the superstars? Superstars, whatever. But they had yeah. the network stars as well, so they do like. I did the superstars, by the way. Did you really? Yeah. So yeah, you did, you did it. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's no really? different. That's yeah. what the combine is. And you got to see if you guys plus, can track down some old footage yeah. of me and that. With a mullet. Plus, you got a bunch of, you know, <laughs> search on that. A bunch of NFL people, like the film guys, thinking they're doing something at the combine. Right. Just Everybody around. in the league's there. That's the remarkable thing. And there's a great story on Monday Morning Quarterback, I think, today on that website about 24 hours at the combine and different perspectives of different people and, and what they do at Indy for five, six days. Uh, now, the talk up there amongst the media folks this week, guys, was that they might take the combine on the road, get it out of Indianapolis. If there's enough money, they are. Um, Dallas facility, that new facility is is uh, an option. Uh, when L.A. is done, that's not, not too far-fetched. But the concern is the relationship the, the scouting folks have and the medical folks have with the hospital in Indianapolis to do that many MRIs and physicals and, and well, such it, it, in such yeah, a the short logistics window. There is amazing. They've, they've done it for so many years. And it's, set so up, help, it's set up to do it. Perfect. That's you know? the one thing I think you'd have a hard time. Now, you know, could you go to LA where you have like Cedar Sinai and these other big large hospital groups? Would they partner with you? Yeah, um, well, the other thing, too, I mean, when you're talking I mean, about Houston has like Cedar. 9 million different hospitals Cedar. sitting there. Right. But the other thing, too, is that uh, the central location of Indianapolis. It, I mean, it, the travel for everybody to get there, whether it be all the different yeah. teams' personnel or the, the athletes themselves. Well, I'd I argue mean, Dallas would be easy. easier, though. Dallas because would be? It's a hub. Yeah, you got to connect to get to Indianapolis, most places. Some places, yeah. No, like everywhere. Unless you're at a hub, you're not getting to Indianapolis direct. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they did away with the direct flights from here. I know. Yeah, that. there's no. There, I mean, you have to live it up. So, if you're going to talk travel, Dallas would be Dallas, Atlanta, Chicago. I mean, those would be the major cities because everyone can get there with one flight. I wonder what it would take to. You know, we talk about changing the logistics of it to where you would have you know the te- televised events in the evening. I'm, I wonder what it would would it change the number of days that the players are there. No, I think you do the same way. I don't think so. I mean, would it change, you know, how much would it change the combine? It would change it because you have cameras everywhere now. But it'd be pretty cool if they had it like that. I mean, I'd I'd like to see some big, you know, offensive linemen run the 40-yard dash. Would you? I I can tell you this. I would be more likely to watch it in prime time than I would. You want to watch that right now? Really? Why would you want to watch that? That On Jaguars.com, we have footage of the... Forty. I don't know who that guy is. (laughs) I don't either. But he ain't very fast. I would watch some of that. But here's the thing: I think I could beat him in a forty. If if they would have what's with the purple shoes, Jeff? If they would have that's Orlando Brown. Some of what we're watching, which is the combine footage, and then sprinkled in, you know, highlights of you know the player, you know, from what college he was from. Isn't that what they do right now? Uh, not really. Not really. It's not as much as you would think, though. But I mean, if if they if they had it, bang, 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 faster, where you could. 
you could see the performances at the combine and then, you know, a little bit of, you know, college highlights sprinkled in. I think that'd be pretty cool. You know, well, I, what the hell are they showing now if they don't show that? Well, that's a great question, JP. I don't watch I'm not it. watching the combine in the middle of the day. I got things to do. I wouldn't watch it at night either. But I would probably watch it. What do some you of have to do? Night? Work out? I mean, you, that's what you're doing. <laughs> that's all he does. That's all you do. That's all, all I do, JP. He's working out or watching that's film. all I do. <laughs> he does two things. No, three things. Watching film, yeah. fishing, yeah. and working out. Well, I do more than that. It's a pretty damn good day. I got do not much more. Yeah, I do more than that. I want to be logs when I grow up. Oh, there's a lot more to it than that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, not a lot. You guys are just jealous. So there's oh, the combine. I, I didn't say we weren't. There's the combine recap. But I would. I would watch show. more of the combine. JP, would you watch if the combine if it was on TV in prime time? JP would, but he doesn't have. What do I have? He doesn't have that service. I mean, yeah. Yeah. if I had the service, sure. but if you had it, you would probably. I'd flip it on. I wouldn't watch the whole Joe, thing. Would you watch it start to finish? Would you watch <laughs> like, the combine if it was on prime time? No. Yeah, probably no. not. Well, can you he talk into the microphone and tell Max, us those answers? Max, Max, would, would you, you watch, watch the combine, combine if it were on prime time? Max Hockman, video producer. No, he's a no. What? See, what? It's, see uh, even at the media center, it's oh, on, He's got like a girlfriend now, so it's like, yeah, you know, he's too busy. It's a whole different animal. He's too busy now. So there's Max, monitors, when your girlfriend so you, breaks up with you, will you watch <laughs> the combine? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he said yes. Yeah, probably so. But they have it on the monitors in the media center, and so you don't even go to the stadium. If you're if you have a media badge on, well, you don't you can't even go, go over get there. in anyway, right? Right. So um, so you, you, it's on, and if somebody that is a, a big name is up there testing, then you watch it. Whatever. Let's say Quan Barkley running the forty. I but guess I'll watch that. Yeah, that's know? how yeah. all life is, though. If that's it's pretty a, much it. If it's someone interesting, they're going to watch it. Hmm? So there would be people watching. There's an, if people watch, if millions of people watch the Pro Bowl, they're watching the combine. Yeah, it, it would get ratings. It would it would get very good ratings. I don't no, know, I don't I know if I tur- turn yeah, the channel and, and, and not watch anymore, Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune to, to watch Comedy. Antiques Roadshow, whatever <laughs> you watch. <laughs> you don't watch those shows, do you? I do. I love them. Oh, gosh. I love them. Wheel of Fortune, yeah. Yeah. That well, leads into Jeopardy. We got a little, me and my son got a little challenge going okay. on. Yeah, don't we compete his, against each other in Jeopardy. game shows anymore. Bunch of smart logamans over there. We'll come back and get into this free agency about to open. What is going to happen with Alan Robinson? That's a great question. We're going to try to Is that an that. issue? Are we bringing issues up? Well, yeah, it might be. Speaking of, we he haven't talked the since the issue, issue. Was, was taken care of with Blake. We haven't had a show since then. We haven't. Yeah, we, you guys, talked, we talked about it without Jeff. Yeah, Logs wasn't here. He was on some, oh, yeah, yeah. some beach somewhere. Uh, we'll return in just a moment. Check out Jack Hannity's Audi Jacksonville on Blanding. You can lease a beautiful new A3 from just two twenty nine a month. Head over today for details. It's Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio. Welcome back to the HananiahAutos.com studio. Jaguars Thursday continues right now. McAllen's AC is giving you a chance to get your electric bill paid for the entire 2018 season. Just guess the weekly order of opponents for the 2018 Jags season, and you could win. Enter today at Jaguars.com slash McAllen's. Can I read the card before you start talking? No. When are we going to do our – when are we going to pick the uh, draft order? (laughs) Oh, because I dominated last year. That's right. That's gotta, coming up. We got to do two things. We got yeah. Uh, we got to pick the draft round. order. Remember the first round yeah. dra- mock draft. I'm we trying to remember who you picked that, that no, made you dominate. TJ Watt was the big win. TJ yeah, Watt. That was a good one. We yeah, we pulled that one somewhere. And then the other thing we got to do is we got to pick the Jaguar schedule. 
That's oh, true. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that, 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 like, that, that's going to come out like late April. Was, so I'm, just, I'm just putting them down. We got to make okay. sure we mark them down that we have to do before, probably second week of April, we should do the uh, Are you gonna be mock here? You're schedule or a mock draft? Both. Yeah, gonna, mock uh, schedule, uh, mock draft. No, I mean, April, pick I'm out here. one of the days in April. April What's I'm the here. one day you might be here? No, and, I'm, well, you know. I'm on the show. Just because I'm not physically here doesn't mean I'm not on the show. Um, <laughs> hey, that'll be a little tougher this year, too, because the past years we've known when we're going to have the bye week. I got. I got. Now we won't. We just I, know I, we're playing the Eagles in week. What is correct. it? Three? Nope. Four? Nope. Five? No. Seven? No. Eight? Nine? Seven or eight? Seven or eight? <laughs> I know. I pick know one yet. of those numbers. <laughs> it's seven or eight, and the bye will be right afterwards. You think so? Huh? Yes, I do. So oh, <laughs> you're saying yeah, so London? London's Eagles game, right? Yeah. So it's and it's going to be week seven or eight. Okay. That I would so bet it, I I don't know for sure, but I would bet a large sum of. Whatever. Yeah, hey, oh, the bye week. Well, it makes seven. Right if it's week seven, the next week is the Florida Georgia game, so that so would be the bye sense. week or bye week or away or who knows. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm thinking that yeah. that'll put it, you know, first second week in November. All right, so you got two weeks already picked out for you. Right. Yeah, that's good. So good, we got, good, we'll good. do that in uh, maybe first week of because we the draft is the last weekend of April, right? Twenty eighth, twenty ninth. Correct. Yes. So we can do the draft show before then, obviously. Well, well it's a Thursday night, so, so the week yeah. before we'll do yeah. the draft. Yeah, the, the mock, mock draft, draft where I'll dominate and the again. week before yeah. that, we'll do the mock schedule. God, <laughs> just, I just produced the show for you guys. That's, That's real nice. nice. Go take your vacation now. That's great. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're done here. Okay, go home. <laughs> yeah, you're done. See you. Hey, well, night. my kid just called earlier and said, what time we're eating dinner so I can meet him. <laughs> All right, so uh, free agency, new uh, league year starts Wednesday, 4 o'clock Eastern time. So if there's a two-day window where teams can Monday, negotiate. Tuesday. They already are. Monday and Tuesday. Uh, Allen Robinson, the the tag uh, deadline came and went. No tag from the Jaguars and no deal yet. They still have the exclusive rights to negotiate until that window opens on Monday. Uh, But the feeling, at least right now, is that he's going to test that market. And somebody's going to pay him, right? Uh, Well, let me me say this, and that if you're a player, regardless of whether you would want to stay where you're at, you always want to get to the market. Mm. Be, you know, and here's why. Well, here's the only thing, Jeff. I'm gonna let me just real quick. The only reason you wouldn't, if you're Allen Robinson, is unless your agent, which he probably is already feeling out there with the sense of what they're gonna get. But let's. I'm making up numbers. So the cap number was uh, 16, right? It's like 15.7 okay. now. And let's say the Jags are saying we'll offer you 11 a year, or 12. Let's say 12 a year. And so there's a you know, but Allen thinks you know. The risk is now you don't really know what the market is for a guy coming off an ACL who's had one good year. And so is the mar- he, the, the danger is – Well, you're, you're assuming that you're, the team's going to offer him more than what the market value of him is going to be. And that's the danger. And, and, and that's, is that possible? Yes. But here's the deal. That's the danger. What usually happens? Does somebody get offered more money when there's one person that's trying to – Assume what they would know the market to Players be. Players overestimate or, themselves. Or, or number two, would having the possibility of having thirty-two teams, okay, talking about you know having your services, what one gives you the greater likelihood of having an increased or the higher amount of money? If you're, if it's you're simple. He- if you're healthy, it's and you're getting. A, it doesn't matter whether you're yeah. healthy. It or only not. takes two teams bidding, and then all of a sudden yeah, the number keeps going up and one. up and up. Right. Well, it takes just, one sometimes, and then just the, the, the possibility of another one existing. By I mean, there's the way, been stories of teams that have negotiated against themselves. That's true. They're not very smart. I mean, so that's true. But, but so I'll say this about Get I'll, the free agency if I'll you're out. I'll say Allen. this about Allen Robinson. 
the reason I would go to the market too at this point if you're not getting tagged. It's a very thin free agent wide receiver. He is the best wide receiver out there. Not even close. And so Jeff – When healthy. When healthy. So Jeff's right. I think he's probably going to get overpaid because of the lack of – You've got to remember something now. It's not overpaid. It's it's what the market sets it at. I mean, and, and to me, that's not being overpaid. Jeff, you, wait a second. You're the one who says you always have to overpay in free agency. Well, you you do, but in reality, we're, we're saying overpaid, but in reality, it's not because that's what the market is. Well, you you got my point. Is Kirk Cousins going to be overpaid? here. It's just okay. semantics is, is, that we're is talking Kirk about Kirk Cousins going to get overpaid? He's going to get a lot of money. He's going to get overpaid. $30 million a year. Answer the question, because two weeks ago, you said he was overpaid. I said he was going to get overpaid. Answer the question, Logs. Yes, you yes, did. Yes, it's overpaid. Okay, that, we're done. Thank you. I my, win. My point is, though, Bam. is no, that over. that's what it is in free agency. Guys get overpaid, but that's what the market is set. So it's really not getting overpaid, what but it is. What are you talking about? about it it is and it isn't. Anyway, it's, it's the You've same You've been on vacation thing. too long. I it's mean, the same thing. You're off your game right now. This is embarrassing. <laughs> it's the same thing. All right, so if well, – he, he should go out, and I don't think he's coming back. Well, if you get out there, it's hard to get it back because once you go out there and teams start, then it's hard. We should come up with a better term than, than, than free agent guys getting overpaid. Free agent guys got what the market will bear or what the market determines because that's what it is. The player doesn't well, go, you know, hey, look, you know, I'm only worth $8 million, but I need 12 here. Somebody give me 12 So here's what Jeff's saying is this. From a player's perspective, you're not getting overpaid because that's what the market is. But from a, from a team's perspective, you know you have to overpay – to get somebody because yes, of that's its a bidding. Why that's, it's hard that's, to do, that's the market. That's the, the market. That's why it's tough to yeah. do business year after year in free agency. You can't. That's, that's a lot of money. That's why we, we've said this before. You like to dabble in free agency, but the reality is, is that you're paying more than you would want to because that's what the market is. And that's why you need to continue to draft successfully because having that lower uh, wage scale in your salary cap, players that are good at a lower pay scale – allows you to have the higher the guys that are at the upper end that are getting quote unquote market value mm-hmm. or quote unquote overpaid. Mm-hmm. So you I don't know, think so. he's coming back. I said something earlier in the week on Monday on the morning show that I don't think Allen Robinson's worth sixteen million dollars, which was basically the cap number, but I probably I might have paid him that. Just because of where you are as a team. And the depth, and, and kind of, and see what you can get. Yeah. Well, you, you wouldn't have had to pay him. I mean, you're saying you would have tagged him. Tagged him, right. okay? Because, because here's the thing that this team now. I don't think he's coming back. How do you build the wide receiver? So right now, now you have you're going into the season because Marquise Lee's not under contract either, and you have Keelan Cole, going to be a second year undrafted player. You're going to have uh, Hearns. Hearns, which I think they're going to try to restructure him. D.D. Westbrook. And you have D.D. Westbrook, a fifth-rounder, second-year player. You don't have depth. You don't have a lot of – I mean, you have – Don't Hearns forget about Jagon Mickens. And you have Jagon Mickens, who's – The best punt returner in the history of No doubt. Yeah. In Jaguars yeah. history. Yep. They couldn't yep. make the field in yep. postseason. That's yep. okay. Right. Besides that. That's what he is. My, <laughs> my point of saying that is you have to address that. And so now, because offensively, what worries me a little bit – now, they did a good job last year. They were six-rated offense. But what worries me is you have tight end issues that you need to address. Mm-hmm. Got to draft a guy. You have wide receiver depth issues you need to address. Who else is available or is going to be available? Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. Uh, he's it's out there. Speed. Could be. One-trick pony. What else? Who else is out there? Oh, well, how much know. speed do we have on this uh, offense right now? Amendola. Uh, good player. Uh, I don't know who else is out there. I, 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 lo- I looked at the list. Those two names jumped out at me. Um, 
Taylor Gabriel, the th- number three receiver in Atlanta. Atlanta. He's a good, nice good little player. Um, you know, middle of the road guys, no mm-hmm. one that's going to jump off. But you know, but you, so now you're looking at the one thing that happens when you don't sign Allen Robinson. It creates another need that you have to address in the draft and or free agency. And I still think you need interior uh, line uh, depth. You know what was? I think it? they're. I think they're going to draft a tackle. I, I think they draft a tackle in the second or third round. The uh, the wide Paul receiver, Richardson's out there, the wide too. receiver that uh, left Chicago, went to Philly, got the Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, why? Well, why was his deal so low? One year deal, prove a deal. Right, because yeah, he didn't do much. Was it? End. Did he? Was he hurt? No. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm telling you, you, you well, no, be here, here's here's my question there. though. Now, he I mean, got paid. He eventually he was, got paid. Yeah, he got paid by Philly. But I mean, Allen Robinson. Okay. He's got. He's at the right age. Okay, ACLs nowadays are considered. I mean, not a big deal as far as players coming back in the recovery process. But the first year is the toughest year back. Right. Well, yes. I mean, yes. It, I mean, but I'm saying is that the player's ability to return with an ACL is not in question anymore. You know, in the National Football, very, very few guys, very, very few at all, don't make it back. Full speed from an ACL reconstruction, but you can see why the Jags didn't want to tag sixteen million dollars no, to, to totally the one understand. bad, you know, here, the one no, year here, coming off a knee. Here's the other thing: it's not like that, you know, by the Jaguars not tagging it, they're not saying, "Look, we have no interest in in Allen." I think they tried to sign it. That's they not it. Him. Yeah, you know, and look, they can still negotiate with Allen Hearns now, and when no, he gets Alan to be, a, I mean, Allen Robinson when he gets to be a free agent. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's not like they're saying, you know, we don't want him. But there's always a, there's a history though. With, I think what they're saying is by not tagging them, JP. I think what they're saying is is that right. we don't believe that your value is at 16 for this year or 16 per year in a multi-year contract. You know, we think it's a little bit lower than that. And and there's nothing wrong with having that opinion. You know, that's 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 just the the way business works. Right. And so, uh, will they be, you know, correct and 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 that the market will come in lower than that. You know, I don't know if being correct or incorrect would be the accurate way to describe it. You know, so what do you think he ends up getting? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, look. Yeah. I mean, it's all it takes is one. I mean, if the Washington Redskins end up, you know, jumping into the mix, they can end up paying, you know, a Rob somewhere in the range of you know sixteen, seventeen a year. No That's way. Thirteen. Top three in the league. Saying, you never know. I will, I will I'm just bet. I Jones is getting fourteen a year. I'm just I'll saying. bet you a steak dinner. That it's 13 oh. or less. Well, you might be right. Well, you might I, be right. Well, but, 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 I, I know I'm right, so I'm willing to put something up. <laughs> I mean, are you? Would I expect anything less? I know I'm right. Well, I mean. So, wait, what do you want to Lay the guidelines. What, what, what's the bet? 13, I, I, he will, You're saying 13 or less. Or less. Yes. And I can take 13.0001 and higher. Yeah. What are we betting? Steak dinner. You got it. All right, done. Wow. <laughs> you, heard it, you heard it here first. Average. 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 Yeah. Over the length of the, length of the contract. Of the no yeah. guarantees. And, it, and even if it's inflated at the end, if it's over 13, <laughs> I'm still in. <laughs> even if it's money I'll never see. And the true value is like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Ten. I still win. Yeah, you do. We'll come back in a moment. Defensively, Aaron Colvin could be headed to free agency or could be coming back. The Jags won and we'll break down the defensive side. Coming up, not much to be done over there. PRI Productions, the official event production company of the Jags, has everything you need to bring your next idea to life. Visit PRIproductions.com. It's Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio.
Welcome back to the HananiahAutos.com studio. Jaguars Thursday continues right now. The U.S. women's national team is coming back to Everbank Field. Come see the U.S. host Mexico. Mexico. Easy for you to say. Mexico. And a friendly ahead of World Cup qualifying. Country right below us. Thursday, April 5th. Thank you. Tickets and VIP access available at ussoccer.com. April 5th. They're playing right here, huh? Right here. Everbank Field. Third time ever that the women's national team has played here. 1996 and 2013, the other two. Well, at least, yeah, our women's are doing pretty good. I mean, our men got, they're not even in the World Cup this year. Nope, they're not. How do you, Thanks for the reminder. How does the United States of America not make the World Cup? You like three or million I think we people. just found out. You don't win enough games to qualify. Yeah. That's what I'm happened. disappointed because that's like. I'm much it's fun big, to watch. Well, I'm a much bigger soccer fan now. Soccer expert. Well, yeah, I, I, he is. I follow him full. I follow full him religiously. <laughs> and they're hot. Uh, right they're now, hot. Too. Clean sheet, like eleven games. In Look a row at the like terminology that. and everything. Yeah, and I got. So, that. what does that mean? Uh, they've they have not lost in like nine games, eleven games, something like that. So, a clean since, sheet since Christmas time, yeah, they have not lost. A decision now they've had a couple ties result. in there, so that's why it's not unbeaten. Yeah, but, still, but it's a clean sheet, meaning yeah. zero losses. Does it require no, no, a certain clean number sheet of, of, is a shutout, bro? That too. What are you talking about right I'm now? Making, I'm making some of this up. I was going to say, <laughs> is he totally making yeah. all this? When does the scrum happen soon? But my point is saying this. What the hell? What hey, we're doing? hey, we're close. We're close <laughs> to getting uh, into the uh, top two. Where's call Kushner up and let's see yeah. if he knows what, what the heck doing? he's talking no, cl- about. Yeah. Can we get Tony Khan on the phone? Hey, what, are, what are you saying? Is a clean sheet mean held the team scoreless? Yes. Yes. And right now, we're in fourth place. Right, we're in fourth place, but we're only uh, well. They have a game in hand. One point out of being third, which would put us the first seed in the playoffs. Right. If you're in third. But my point is we're like four points out of second, but they have a game in hand. Yeah, I think it's five, really. They okay. got 70, we got 65. Yeah. We mean Fulham. Thanks, right. Joe. Thanks, Tony. But we haven't lost. So, in other words, you my didn't point know is we lost, what the hell you were talking about. <laughs> no, I do. We haven't lost a game since, like, November. It's, it's, it's been a while. Christmas, yeah. Christmas yeah, time. And that point. is not a clean not, sheet. It's not November. Same that's thing. December. Same thing, too. <laughs> Chris, holiday season. <laughs> There's something wrong with you. I, got I, look wrong. you. I might fly over there to watch a game. Really? I love. I, I actually. It was fun. I went when uh, the team was I've in been, London. This I've year. been to two games. Somebody's texting you right now saying, "Stay in your yeah. lane." Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, we got it. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, <laughs> the, that was uh, me, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. I've been twice. Once last year, when we were in London. Yes. For and I went the year before. Uh, earlier in the year, I went to Newcastle. Mm. And watching what man. I'm going. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna fly over and go watch a game. If they get back up, that's fantastic for. Uh, not only certainly for Fulham because it's a hundred million pound bonus or whatever more, but, uh, more up, than that yeah up, I mean, big up. TV deal the yeah, whole thing it's like two hundred and fifty to get back in the Premier League so hmm. it's good for everybody hey uh, free agency back to week. NFL football we, yes yeah. how did we get uh, this on oh we, the women did we have a clean here. sheet this year do we shut anybody out I don't is that what that means I don't know Tony? you I, don't have no idea I know you don't know you don't either don't ask I know exactly him. what it means don't ask him so the point all right so defense. There's you know a lot of focus on the offense and free agency. Did we have a shutout out. this year. Indy, Indy, Indy that's you. right. Yes, yeah. we did have one clean sheet this year one defensively. Um, so it seems. I mean, this group is together, right? Aaron Colvin is the biggest name that is coming up for free agency, and there are negotiations and all that. The team certainly would love him back in that nickel spot. They're on the field what seventy percent of the time anyway. Yeah, well, but you can't pay starting him. position. You can't pay him. Right. You can't play him starting corner money though. 
But there's got to be a happy medium in there somewhere, right? Or he's going to go test for starter money. I would test. Right? If now, this is one for sure. I'm testing the market. Colvin. Absolutely. Yeah. Because he, here he is a nickel, which is a starter. but Not really. But, but yeah. it's not considered a starter when it comes to, to salaries. But somebody, plays, yeah. somebody's going to be all willing to try him out as a, as a true starting corner in the league. You know, so – uh, what's his value? Is it is it nickel money, or is it you know starting corner money? And and the reality is is that you know I'm sure the Jaguars want to want him to see what the market value is going to be, and then obviously they'll be in the conversation. But look, the the reality is also he's had one career interception. I, I mean, I mean yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to 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 be Mr. Negative here because he's a great player. Well, He's an excellent nickel player. I don't know if he's player. a great player. He's a very good player. Very good well, player. for his role, yes. he's a very good player. I don't want to say great. Very good player. And he's flexible. So he can do a lot of things. He but can blitz. The, he can do all that. So I mean, here's everything. What, here's the question I'd be asking if I was a team. To Jeff's point, you look at the interceptions. He was on the team last year, right? Mm-hmm. This team didn't feel good enough for him to move outside to be a starting corner, they went and spent and made AJ Boye the highest paid corner in the league. Yeah, yeah. And so, don't, I mean, yeah. don't you have to ask yourself that question as you, as your team, the team that has been around him, drafted him since the beginning, felt didn't move him out there, didn't feel strong enough, I mean, comfortable enough to move him outside, that they were going to go spend thirteen million or whatever it is. I mean, I oh, he's, you know, he's not worth that kind of money. No, but my point is saying that Jeff is. I mean, you start thinking. So is he? Is he? Some guys are just nickels, and they're really good at nickels. I'm not saying, but that you're going to get paid as a nickel corner. Is he better in the slot? Well, he has, I mean, a, he has a, how much outside corner has he played here? Well, but you're talking about one. You're talking about an extreme case to you know okay, kind of comparing before, okay, the year his before pay. When they had corner issues, Jeff. No, no, I'm just, I'm just saying is that you know when you compare it to you know what they paid for for uh, Boye to come in here. No, but that's my point. I mean, but I'm saying he might not get starting corner. He might not get starting corner money. He's not getting Boye money. No. That, that's not starting corner money, JP. Oh. That's my point. Okay, What's what starting you, corner money? That's then? the highest paid cornerback in the league. Well, it's one of them. I don't know if he's actually the highest. But he's close. What's he's starting, the highest. What, what would be the minimum for a starting corner then, in your I opinion? Mean, look, seven? Ballpark of seven mil? Five, seven five mil? Minimum? Five? Well, I, think, I think the Jaguars you know, so, would pay that right now. I think they'd pay him I don't know. four or five to be the nickel. I mean, four, yeah, they probably would. But you start talking about seven, that's a different category, man. We, you keep that's on jumping I can't more. figure out where we – I mean, I heard seven, five, four. I'm just saying is that somewhere in the just range of – number. If, you talk, if you're talking about unproven starting corners that have been acquired in free agency, you're going to pay that guy somewhere in the range of four to go, seven million. JP, go look at the corners that were signed mm-hmm. last year in free agency. Let's look at what they made. Stand by. Talk I'd amongst ask, yourselves. I'd ask Max to do it, but he's not going to do it. Talk amongst yourselves. I, my point of saying this is that's one of the questions because in the last, since Aaron Colvin's been here, they've had corner issues at different times, and they never once, that I can remember, maybe I'm wrong, Jeff, had him move outside as a starting corner. He's always been the nickel. No, and part of the, I think part of the reason, too, if, if I remember correctly, he was hurt this past year. Okay, but this was after they had already signed Boye. But even the year before that, he had the suspension, and he was hurt. That so, and he was hurt also the year before. He he had a suspension, and then got hurt and hurt. But the so, year before, when he had a good year, a second year as a nickel. Yeah, but that was really the first time that he was ever getting to be had his first full first, off season, yeah. and everything yeah. else. So I mean, he never really had a full off season to compete 
or going into the priest or having a preseason where he could truly compete. I get for that. Position. I'm just saying the people that saw him every day felt strong enough that that was a major position. Yeah, sure. All right. So last year, I love him. I want him back. And this is Walter in his basement. WalterFootball.com. Oh, I don't gosh. if you trust that or not. I don't know. Um, right next to you, JP. <laughs> in the basement doing the boy. I mean, last year it was Malcolm Butler was coming up, but he was tendered by the Patriots. So uh, AJ Boye, uh, they don't have the number on here. Jermaine Johnson was franchised by the Rams. Logan Ryan and signed Gilmore. with the Titans. And then Stephon Gilmore signed money. with the Patriots. Do they have the numbers? Uh, some of these they do, some of these they All don't. Right. No. Okay, uh, Prince of Mukamara went with the Bears. What do you got? Doesn't, it doesn't say. <laughs> well, that, that, what that's do you want? useless. What do you want? I'm just telling you where it came from. You wanted a list of guys from that no, year. I got your salaries. Well, I'll get it. Thank you. Go ahead. Jeez. Let's take a timeout then. Time <laughs> out. some time. Call the timeout. Call a T.O. Uh, we'll come back JP's with more. struggling. We'll, uh, we'll get some numbers on these guys from well, last year. I wouldn't be... There was a time I thought there was no chance Aaron Colvin's coming back. All right, this says I, Logan say Ryan, this. three years, $30 million is what this says. He's not getting $10 million. I, don't, I mean, you think he's getting 10 a year, Jeff? Who, Logan Ryan? Oh, no. That's what he is getting. Logan Ryan is getting 10 a year. Is Colvin getting 10 a year? No. No. We'll come back. We'll look at the numbers. We'll go around the league as well. Uh, the funny sh- thing is this. One last yeah. thing before you uh-huh. read something. Because uh-huh. you've not been doing a good job of reading. That's great. Go ahead. Um, Hurry is, up. If I had to ask this group, Joe, you included, you can jump in here. No, hurry uh, up. If a month ago, who was more likely to be back? Aaron Colvin, Allen Robinson. We would have said Allen Robinson. Check out Jack Hedonica's Audi Jacksonville on Blanding. Lisa, Aaron Colvin. beautiful new A3 from just two twenty nine a month. Head over today for details. Get out of the room, Tony. It's Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio. Welcome back to the HananiahAutos.com studio. Jaguars Thursday continues right now. McGowan's AC is giving you a chance to get your electric bill paid for the entire 2018 season. Just guess the weekly order of opponents for the 2018 season, and you could win. Enter today at Jaguars.com slash McGowan's. Jaguars Thursday rolls along. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Jeff Lagerman. That logs, you have some numbers for us from uh, last year. You know, this is from uh, OverTheCap.com. Mm, not Walter uh, in the basement. Uh, Tremaine Johnson is is number one. His uh, that total value per year is sixteen point seven. That's was, because he was the franchise. Exactly, he was tagged. Okay. Josh Norman is averaging fifteen a year. Xavier Rhodes is fourteen. Patrick Peterson a little over fourteen as well. Richard Sherman fourteen even. Desmond Trufant, 13.7. A.J. Boye, 13.5. Um, Stephon Gilmore, 13. And so let's go down. And you go down to uh, Sean Smith of the Raiders, 9.5. Keep going down. Kareem Jackson, 8.5 with the Texans. Okay, so there's one. Is 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 he better Aaron Colvin. Is Colvin than Kareem better Jackson? than Kareem Jackson? No, he hadn't, been, he hadn't proven it yet. Kareem Jackson's been a, a starting corner for quite a few years. Uh, going down a little bit farther, uh, Prince Mukamura, who, yes, I would say that he's better than Prince Mukamura. Better, he, okay, wait a second, though. If he was better than Prince... I would take him over Prince Mukamura. I would, too, but if he was better than Prince, why wasn't he starting outside when Prince was here? Great question. Mm. Like I Great like question. I, I like if you're picking teams, I'm picking Aaron Colvin. I'm just talking value as well because here's the thing: this is what always happens, <clears throat> and good GMs don't fall for this trap. And good teams, 
they don't fall in love with their guys. Like, we love Aaron Colvin because we've seen what he does, mm-hmm. and he's a Jaguar, and we want him back. And so, like, there's emotion. Like I said the other day, like, do I think Allen Robinson is worth $16 million? No. Would I pay him? Probably. Because, like, you want him back. You like the you, guy, right. Sure. So, but you can't, if you're Dave and Tom, you can't do that. You have to look at it as as, as emotionless, heartless as you can and just say, this look is at the what numbers. we will pay him and nothing more. Because this is what the market is, and this is what the, the, he's worth outside. In yeah, reality, that's here, how people are going to view him. Here's some other guys just for you know names. Fonte Davis, everybody recognizes him. He played for the Colts. Now he's with the Buffalo Bills. He's averaging at $5 million a year. What did, what did Buffalo pay him? Do we know that? Uh, that's what it's showing. It's showing his Buffalo. Oh, Buffalo. But he yep. was making a bunch more before with Indy. And okay. A couple uh, bad years. Malcolm Butler, the Patriots, and he was uh, this tendered. Is, this is last year. Uh, 3.9 was where. That was, his, that was his tender as a, a restricted free agent. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to find some guys that weren't draft, or on their you know draft pick uh, monies. Vernon Hargraves, 3.5. Uh, Jason McCourty of the Browns, three million. Yeah. So, so you know, I, I'll go back to the question. I don't know if after we lost after the AFC range, after the AFC Championship game, if I would have said who has a better chance of being back here, who do you think's gonna be back, Aaron Colvin or Allen Robinson? What would you say, Jeff? Me? Yeah. I mean, I probably would have said you know Allen Robinson would have had. You know, you're talking about being back next year. Of those yeah. free agents, yeah, yeah, I mean, Allen, Robinson, just because absolutely. I mean the position, you know, yeah, well, that's what they missed an offense. Well, that, in that, and the fact that I think we had the conversation like someone's going to pay Aaron Colvin a bunch of money to be a corner, yeah, to be a starting corner. corner. And I, the more I go through the process and go through these exercises and think about where this team is and what they've done with the cap and freeing up cap room with Blake, and not you know now that Allen Robinson, I think they bring him back, and I bet you they pay him five a year to be the nickel, and it'll be the highest paid nickel in the NFL. It because, might start because, a trend in the league, too. Well, not only yeah. that, but they feel like, as a team, and they made it clear, when they said gonna we were going to do a favorable deal with Blake Bortles to bring him back to adjust our cap and not get in the Kirk Cousins sweepstakes, they said a couple things. One, they didn't think there was enough upside value to Kirk Cousins over Blake to pay that premium. But they also said is we're going we're gonna to keep this defense together. We're not going to keep all three defensive pet tackles making $15 million plus. We're gonna, we, we are going to keep the, this unit together. We're going to build. That's why I think, the, I think they're going to draft in the offensive line. I wouldn't be surprised. And based on this, I would be aggressive in free agency, possibly at offensive guard, go after the cat that's a free agent from Carolina, who's the best guard. Uh, yeah, uh, good, good player. Norwell, I think his name is Norvell. It starts with an N. And, and I think they're saying we're going to be able to defense, offensive line, big people, run the ball. And under those scenarios – they devalue the receiver position, mm. and they value the defense. And I, I think that's one of the – they looked at it and said, we're not going to pay Allen Robinson a boatload of money. Well, we just went to the AFC Championship with three guys. Yeah. The Let's, two of them were not even on this team last year were rookies. Yeah, let it ride, right? I mean, and we're going to build this defense and keep this group together for another two or three mm. years. before Because in three years from now – they're they're losing guys. Yeah, here, here, because here's Jaylen the thing I have up, a hard time with, you know, with that though. Uh, Ngakwe comes up. All these guys come up. They're gonna have to lose some. You know, the thing that I think that what makes 
Allen Robinson so valuable to this team, though? Contested catches. It, well, it's not just that. It's, I mean, it's how many times has he made a phenomenal catch on a marginal pass by Blake Bortles? Contested catch. You know, and the fit, well, it's not un, un, even the uncontested ones that yeah, were, they, were not great. They, they become contested when they're that poorly thrown. <laughs> so, so, I mean, that's the thing. I think he makes Blake so much better is that, uh, but you, you can know, argue he makes he had, those Blake catches. had his best year without Allen Robinson on the field this year. Maybe not by yardage and touchdowns, no, but, but yes, by touchdown interception and ratio and, and efficiency. And, this was his best look, year without his best year without without argument at all because he won. Numbers wise, efficiency numbers wise, this was his best year. They'll take twenty five with eleven picks all day long every year from Blake Bortles. Well, you'd like to have less than eleven. I'm with you, but they will. Yeah, well, that's uh, not a great number. It's not a bad number though. Not either. a bad number, but it or needs whatever to be it better. Was. That's not exactly what it was. I don't think, but. Uh, they'll take that. Hey, let's go around the National Football League. There is plenty going on around the league. Starting with a review back to the Combine, LSU running back Darius Geis told Sirius XM Radio this week that he was asked questions about his sexuality and whether his mother was a prostitute during interviews at the Combine this week by a certain team. The league is looking into the matter. That was, see, that happened last year with... with Somebody the else. Atlanta Falcons, Marquand Manuel, a secondary coach, uh, asked Eli Apple if he That's liked men. And then uh, they apologized later I mean, to Didn't Apple. somebody learn from that? And then uh, in 2010, Dolphins GM Jeff Ireland asked Des Bryant during a pre-draft visit his mom was a if his mom was a press. So here's the thing. In the rest of the world, when you interview somebody, and I have a company where we hire people and get to interview people, if you were to ask those type of questions, and even much less inflammatory questions, you would be sued, taken to the labor board, and be in all kinds of trouble for sexual discrimination or sexual harassment. I mean, you would be in big trouble, and it would cost you a lot of money. This is a job interview, and those questions are ridiculous and have no place in whoever it is. I would like Darius Geis, am I saying his name mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If you're going to make these accusations, and I know it's touchy for him because he doesn't want to be the guy that is viewed as a troublemaker by other teams, but the team should be revealed, they should be fined by mm-hmm. the NFL, and there should be serious actions because in the real world, there's serious actions. There's serious the actions world. taken. Yeah. It's unacceptable mm-hmm. and it's ridiculous. We joke about it, but it's not funny. Yeah, when, when you said that, I'm like, wait a minute, J- JP, did you read a story from last year no, no. that you know, kind again. of represented this current? Because I mean, that, yeah. that's same that's, thing. It's terrible, right? Yeah. I mean, that can't happen. I, I would love to be interviewed by Tony Baselli though for a job. What would be the first question you ask? Wouldn't be an interview. It would be a, he would give you a sermon. He would never give you an opportunity to talk. <laughs> it's not would, true. He wouldn't get a word in edgewise. He wouldn't learn a thing I would about ask, me. I would ask how – one of the questions I ask everybody that I interview is how you handle crisis and what kind of what, – what style of uh, – Crisis and conflict management. I usually have. there's I curl up in the feet. I know, position that, so I wouldn't ask you that because I know floor. the answer. Yeah, but that's a question I always like to know. All right, what else you got? The Seahawks. Are... Okay, before you go there, can I say one thing about no, Blake Bortles? No, what? No, what? what? No. So I, you made me think of his numbers when he's talking about Blake. So Pete Persico put this out, our good friend, and because everyone's talking about Kirk Cousins, you know, because Pete Persico is calling him a manager, and Kirk Cousins had four thousand yards, twenty nine touchdowns on average over the last three years, and. Pete goes, Blake Bortles had 4,000 yards on average and 27 touchdowns over the last three years. It puts it in perspective a little bit. Mm, that's right. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting. Sorry. The Seahawks are breaking up the Legion of Boom. Michael Bennett traded to the Eagles. Richard He's not Sherman. not a part of the Legion of Boom. Can I finish? 
Michael Bennett's going to the Eagles. Richard Sherman is expected to play for somebody else next year now, and the Seahawks are listening to trade offers for Earl Thomas. But the defense sounds like it's going away, the core pieces of well, that yeah, defense. That's true. I know they had a, it was Richard Sherman who represents himself yep. uh, as his own agent. Mm-hmm. Had a meeting with the Seahawks yesterday with uh, Schneider and Pete Carroll. I haven't heard what came of that. Have you guys heard? He basically he came away saying something about not, a trade as a possibility. Yeah, probably, or, or he, yeah. yeah, I think this is where representing yourself gets you is a disadvantage. Because and I read this, I think on Pro Football Talk, and they made a very good point: is if you have an agent, number one, what an uncomfortable conversation having this about yourself and mm-hmm. trying to defend it. And number two, if you have an agent, he could have spent all week at the com- combine finding out what your value is. And and then giving you advice of how much of a pay cut you should take if you should take any because this is a, this is a guy coming off an Achilles tendon at a corner position. Well, he had two surgeries. Now he had one yeah. on mm-hmm. on the torn Achilles tendon, then he had a procedure on his other yeah, Achilles that's not, and I mean, tendon. That's not, so that's not good. But it, but it's interesting. I, I, you would know. you so would you trade for Earl Thomas? This team? Yeah. No. Mm. He's special mm. now. I know he's special. He's a great player. Let's finish. Dude, with, why, why wouldn't you trade for him? I just wouldn't. I mean, you, you've got you've got good safety play right now. Yeah. Okay. So, or is your safety play? If, let me ask you a question. No, I, let me, is let your me safety this. play better if Earl Thomas no, is here? No. Yes, it's better with okay. him here. But but is the money the amount of money that you're going to have to pay worth it? You know, I mean, you know. So I wouldn't do it either. It's a lot of money. But I would actually, I would just dismiss it. Consider it. Yeah. I would, I would I love to see. Because of the salary cap. I would love to see Earl Thomas and Tashawn Gibson as the starting safeties. Be unbelievable. Uh, Redskins replacement players from 1987. They won all three games they played that year, but they didn't get a ring with the regular players when they won the Super Bowl at the end of the season. I'd rather They're Jeff, getting them now. Jeff shouldn't come on this because he's a union That's guy. That's why I wanted to bring it up. He's throwing, probably threw bricks at the, uh, what he called scab players. They broke the picket line. And uh, But good for them. So, so what's the deal? They're getting they're championship rings from 87 now. Good. Good for them. Yeah. And you know one of the most outspoken uh, Washington Cubic Redskins. Cubic zirconium. No, not real diamond. No, the most out, <laughs> outspoken uh, Washington Redskins was part of the, uh, the union at that point. I can't think of his name. Yeah. Actually came out and said, you know what? Good for them. They deserve it. They did a great job. So I thought that was good. All right, guys. Well done. We'll see you next week. Okay. Maybe. No, all, you're going. Okay. Tony Wasselli, yeah. Jeff Logham, and our entire crew. I'm J.P. Shatter. Thanks for listening and watching Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio.